Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's Final Third Friday. Welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. I'm Isaiah, and we got a couple special guests with us today. We got Will Breeden over there. Hey, everybody. And we've also got Mickey Tompkins. Howdy. Santa Man. You know, I told Rob last night that he needed to dress up for this. I did. This is going to be our... I brought my Santa beard. Santa oh, beard. okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 That'll, that, uh, that's got to count for something. It has to. Yeah. has to. See, I'm repping the old shop. I do Smoker's like, Abbey. I like that Smoker's Abbey. I told you guys. We need more of these. You need to reach out to Smoker's Abbey and find out where they had those made. I want to get some made. They're pretty cool. Aren't pretty they? Bad Merry yeah. Christmas. Yeah, pretty good. I like Santa. that. So. And he's got the wood hat. I do. Oh, yeah. Very and nice. there's a nice reason behind that because we're later on in this episode, we're going to be talking about a barrel pick we all did. Well, yeah. except for Mickey. Mickey wasn't on it. But no, three of us it. did yeah. Um, yeah. over a wood hat in Missouri. So we'll be talking about that later. But today we are pairing the Hoot and Young Cabernet finish. This is a six-year. Uh, it's MGP whiskey. It's an American whiskey. So it's actually a light whiskey finished in... Uh, Cabernet Barrels. Yeah, we're pairing that today with the, oh, I got the wrong tag out here. It's the Three <laughs> Kingdoms um, by Stolen Thrones. Uh, this one has a Habano Escuro wrapper with Nicaraguan binder and filler. Uh, medium, medium full on the strength level. We thought it'd go really nice with this cab. Yeah. Cab finish, that is. Cab finish. There you go, Will. Thank you. Mm. I didn't even read the proof on that one. Yeah, but we, we can figure that out. So the proof on this one is 92. Okay. So yeah. don't like light whiskeys go in at a higher proof yeah, than so, regular? So light whiskeys are, uh, oh. I mean, they they just about could be bourbons most of the time. Like their mash bills are able to be bourbon, yeah. but they'll end up putting in the barrel at a higher proof point. So bourbon can't be barreled uh, any higher than 125 proof. So like barrel entry proof can't be over 125. Light whiskey, I think the cap's 160. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't exactly remember that. The other thing with light whiskey is because of its classification, you can use used oak barrels. So you can throw it in whatever you want to, and it'll end up still being a a legally classified light whiskey. So people definitely. are getting in on the nose in this. It's like <laughs> vanilla and red fruit. And yeah, definitely got that kind of cab feel to, a, to it. Still I'm getting, getting floral. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely floral too. I get a lot of red fruit. Yeah. I, I smell that coming through. Definitely. Well, I'm going to cut my cigar and get ready to go yeah, here, guys. We got to. Let's do it. I wonder how you guys are cutting. No one had one with a deep V and thing held up perfectly to the V. You're yeah. definitely going V. V all the way. <laughs> I'm not mastered the straight cut on this yet. <laughs> I did a straight cut. I've done two straight cuts so far on the Calibri Quasar. Yeah. How is it's it? The, it's better than better than the uh, S cut here, but really. Yeah. It's. I'm getting there. I'm getting um, almost like a cinnamon graham cracker right now. Yeah, and right now it's a it's a partially closed foot, so the draw yeah. is a little bit tight. But I I totally see that cinnamon graham cracker. Yeah, I'm a little bit hay clove. I get some like hay. 
or some baked bread kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Totally. Like a wheat bread. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Nice thing is with the semi-closed foot, you get the option. You can either toast the end and light it normally, or you can just put the flame at the end and start puffing, and you'll get all that wrapper leaf flavor. That's where I'm going. Let's get into it. Vicky, I need, you I need to borrow your lighter. You can borrow your No, I, I'm prepared. My I just wanted God. to borrow yeah, your lighter again to see if I'm actually going to buy one. Oh, okay. There you are. Thanks, man. No problem. I, I put a fresh fill on that that's, just for you, bub. That's probably Thanks. our fault because we probably, we, we usually remind each other to How's make sure sweet? we put fuel How in there. there? Uh, flip the flip top up like that. Oh, there you go. Mmm. Okay. So on this cigar immediately, it has that signature Habano thing of like those baking spices. It's yeah. like uh, white bread toast. Um, Still kind of like palate. a little bit of red pepper on the on the lips and on the tongue right now too. Definitely red pepper right now. On the retro hill, it reminds me of like walking into a kitchen while somebody's making like cinnamon rolls or something like that. Oh yeah, like that oh, yeah. breadiness yep. and the in the. And the cinnamon kind of clovey qualities. Well, it's yeah. also really nice because you get a strong red pepper right at the beginning, but then it kind of fades off quick. Yeah. And then after just a few seconds, you start getting that red pepper kind of building up in your nose again. Absolutely. That's nice. I like that. That's a yeah. great retrohale. All right. That's a nice wake up. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Got to get into cheers, the Cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. 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 This is like a... This is the, the Friday before Christmas episode. So. Yeah, it is. Cheers and Merry Christmas to you. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's nice. Oh. That is good whiskey. I mean, I, none of the I, I enjoy all the Hoot and Young stuff. Yeah. The, we've got the 15-year-old, the 12-year-old, and then the cab finish. I think they're all great. I, I think earlier on, when we first opened up, we sold a lot of it. Because everyone's like, oh, I hadn't really tried that before. They tried but it. But it was really new and shiny. It was new and shiny, and we got new and shiny pretty much every week right now. So <laughs> yeah. it's like, you know. It's true. It's one of those things that I don't go back to often, but I always love it. That one gave me a nice Kentucky or we'll call it Indiana hug. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Indiana. Definitely the hug, yes. Yeah. And for 92 proof. Yeah. I mean, it's holding up. Oh, nice. wow. This is only 92? 92. Isn't that crazy? Dang. Really? Yep. That's surprising. Yeah, it uh, on the whiskey, it reminds me of almost like a, it's oh. super, super vanilla caramel, and then it has like almost like a cherry syrup quality in it. That's how I, the, that like red fruit thing's presenting yeah. to me, and it doesn't do the dry Cabernet thing. I'll tell you, man, the, uh, it's like a, it's like a red pepper cherry cordial right now. It's like spicy red, I'm trying to think of what food would be like that all together but oh yeah with the cigar like yeah, both together yeah yeah after uh Drink taking a sip of the cab of the cab finish going back to the smoke that red pepper lays on the tongue it does it even, you don't you even still have to get that cherry cordial it. like the the graham crackery notes yeah. the, the thick cherry yeah that's super yeah, very sweet yeah and and mm. I don't get any drying effect at all on it. It's still that cinnamon bready quality on the retro hill, though, even after the sip. Like, yeah. that's staying fairly true. Well, I'm with you, too. I was expecting, not remembering it very well, that it was going to be a little drying because of the cab. Yeah. 
so far I'm not getting a lot not of drying yeah. yet. I'm getting some cream off the retro hell right now. Yeah, for sure. I could see that. Mm. They're both complementing each other very well. Wow. Oh, for a shot in the dark, Rob, we did pretty well. <laughs> Yeah, this literally came up like 30 <laughs> seconds before we started recording. Well, Rob and I could could not figure out what to what to pair today. Well, and we kind of changed our our original plan. We were thinking about just starting with the wood hat and smoking one of those little Ranja Reserva orange bands, and because we I think that's going to go great together. And then we're like, well, we might as well do a full pairing episode, and you guys join us if you don't mind. So yeah. I'm glad totally. you guys did. So have you have you? Paired the Laranja then with the wood hat at all? No, it just yeah, yeah, so it it would just be a fantastic yeah. pairing. Yeah. 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 Um, but we'll get into that one a little bit later. Let's meet the guests a little bit. Yeah. Each of you, what are your top three? Well, I would say I want three cigars out of each of you. Your everyday smoke, your special occasion smoke, and then maybe... Maybe something that you can't find, but when you do, you buy them up. Your unicorn type thing. Yeah, what's your unicorn cigar? Hmm. I'm going to let you go on this one first. I'm going to think about this for a minute. My every, I, You guys know me. I smoke I, I'm a, all the way across the spectrum. Yeah. So I don't have a whole lot of favorites. I just enjoy smoking different brands. But I do like... Um, there's a cigar shop down in Naples, Florida called Marcus Daniels. Yeah. I usually buy a box of those every time I go down to Florida, and um, it's their We the People series. That's probably like my everyday yeah. smoke. I usually that have a good smoke. I usually have at least one or two boxes of those, and then um, a unicorn smoke for me, uh, probably a really like nice old Padron, something I wouldn't necessarily yeah. find, you know, yeah. Or, or maybe like a, a an Opus X, something like that. Okay. You know? Something with a lot of power. Yeah. yeah. What's your What's your special occasion? Like available, but out of the price range for a a, a daily. Just an day I like the Ashton uh, VSGs. Okay. Yeah. 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 They're just like. I remember the first time I smoked one. I was driving in the car, and. I've never had a buzz off of a cigar <laughs> in my life. It was strong. <laughs> but awesome. I like those types. Yeah, so yeah, yeah I enjoy them. That's cool. Cool. All right, so my celebratory would probably be Padron, like you mentioned. Probably a 26. Um, everyday baby. smoke. The correct answer. Yeah, Charter that's my Oak. answer. Charter Oak. Charter Oak, okay. everyday. Or the Tatoahe Siri P, but not the Miami one. Which Charter Oak? Definitely the Connecticut. Really? Yes. The Hobano is oh. my favorite of the three. That's that's good too, but yeah, uh, Connecticut with coffee in the morning. Yeah. All three of them are great, Robusto. especially Bryce. Point. Okay. Yeah. We've got to get back to the Tatuaje Siri P. You said not the Miami. Not one. the Miami. What's the difference? The the regular white and red band is four sweepings. Okay. And I just love that cigar. You love the floor sweeping. I love the floor sweeping. Wow. I know, I know. I'm in the minority, but I love it. Huh. So I'm going to interrupt your three real quick. There's a shop in Nashville um, where I used to buy a lot of the Tatawahe Siri P, but they didn't even have a band on them. Really? Yeah. They, they just came in a, well, I don't know if they came in the crate or they just 
threw them in a crate, but were those possibly the Miami ones? Could be because those. If those, if I recall, do not have bands. Okay. And they're very dark. Yes. It's like a Connecticut Broadleaf almost. Yep. Yeah. So that's, okay, so that's that's different than the... Which I remember enjoying those quite a bit, and you're talking like five, six bucks a stick. So that was easy. I don't know then. Okay. Because I think the Miami's... That was the ones the kids in the back room were making after everyone's done working. They got it on the floor. Got a band, man. (laughs) Got the dirt and cat hair and all that in there. Okay. So your everyday Tatawahe Siri P or the Charter Oak, Connecticut. Yep. And your special occasion is a Padron 26. Yep. What's your unicorn? Unicorn. Let's see. Probably had to be pre-embargo. Cuban. I mean, if we're going to get down to unicorns here. I can take care of you on there. I got one on there for you right <laughs> yeah. now. So, yeah, it's oh, not yeah? all Cuban, but yeah. no, it's, it's, not, not, it's not all no, Cuban. No, it's not. It's, it's Cuban filler. <laughs> oh, okay. No, I'm talking the real deal before Kennedy got a hold of Oh, yeah. Of Is that the one we smoked on the yeah. way down? Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Yeah, I smoked yeah. it in the car. <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah, I, I get you, man. Those are becoming harder and harder to come by 60 plus year old Cuban cigars. I've had two. Pre-embargo. Yeah, Whoa. I've had two. And it's, were they gifts? Well, Did you okay. buy them? It was a puff puff pass at a hearth. So, what was the brand you had? Do you remember? No. Okay. That I'm sorry, I don't remember that. Because I had one when I first started smoking, and I I'm not sure what it was. I'm for some reason I'm thinking it might have been a Monte Cristo, but I don't know if Monte Cristo was around at that time. That may just be in my head. So I've been trying to figure out what it was for years now. I've never heard of it. He okay. So the hearth I was at. This guy came out, tells a story about this box, lights it up, passes it, and walks away. Comes back, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes later after it's already been around five or six guys or so. Wait, so you're just over there kissing a bunch of dudes? Yes. Wow. (laughs) Would you do it for pre-embargo? No. Oh, come on. (laughs) I really don't think I would. Yeah, I don't know if I would oh, either. Oh, really? Yeah. What's yes, the? It depends if I know the no, guys. No, in, in the environment that you're at, it you depends would, you if would I know it. the guys. Now, this is pre-COVID too. Well, so. hell no. I'm not sharing with these guys. <laughs> 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 yeah. So he comes back about 15, 20 minutes later, tells us what the cigar is, walks away. Comes back a little bit later, brings out another box, lights it up, tells another story. This one's going around, goes this way with it, and it's going this way. So we got two two cigars going either way, and they're both pre-embargo cigars. Wow. And it was incredible. If he had a whole box of them, why the hell didn't he just give each one of you one? What a jerk. Being stingy. <laughs> <laughs> How many people were there? Oh, a good Are we talking 50 people. Oh. 50. This is an all-weekend long Wow. Curve. So you kiss 50 people. You don't know what. No, this was like six, seven guys. Only kiss those. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I got so, you. So pick and choose. You could have pulled pick one out for each guy. Pick and choose. choose. <laughs> well, somebody didn't know. That's kind of cool, though. That is kind of cool. cool. It was amazing. Yeah. And it was probably the best cigar I've ever had in my life still to this day. And I wish I knew what the hell it was. Well, and that's the was thing, Was it too. that way before you knew it was pre-embargo? 
Like it blew you well, away no, because before he told, you knew? No, because he told us it's the entire it was pre embargo. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So here's the deal if you give Mickey a cigar, <laughs> tell him a story, and then make him kiss a bunch of guys, <laughs> you come back, keep telling the story, that's going to be his favorite cigar ever. All right, all right. I like him. Fat Bottom Betty after Fat this. Fat Bottom Betty. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> this is rolled on the thighs of Drew Estate's virgin that, daughter. That is pretty cool, though. That is pretty cool. And I guarantee you would have been right there with me. I probably would have. You would have. The whole experience. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Will, too. We're just giving you crap. The experiences are really what do it. I mean, it's like the, the, the people that go down to Florida and buy the Cuban in the glass box. Oh, yeah. And, you know, bottom line is they probably had a great experience because they're sitting on the beach, enjoying life, smoking a cigar. You know what? It probably was a great experience. It may have been a crap cigar, but you could have you could have grabbed something well, else out there, a budget for cigars, and, you can smoke and enjoy crap your cigars life. and still oh, yeah. enjoy them. Exactly. Well, the problem is, is when someone comes back from vacation and be like, hey, I got you a cigar because I know you're a cigar smoker. And it's like they said it was real Cubans, and you're just like, that yeah, is not thanks. real. Yeah, thank you. Thanks a lot. The that says crooked. Cobiba. 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 <laughs> Cobiba. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was like my first experience with Weller 12. I was in uh, downtown Louisville at, uh, I think it was Ruth's Chris. I was in Louisville at Ruth's Chris eating monster steaks. Just got finished with the seafood tower. Saw they had Weller 12 on the bar. Got a neat pour. Best whiskey I had ever had in my entire life. And uh, then I got to look and I was like, I can't find this bottle. And then I, then finally, I like, I got to the point with that one that I was like, maybe I'm just going to save up the money, buy it off a of secondary. And then I tried it again and was like, it's really good. Yeah. It's not that good. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not good enough for secondary prices. Oh, That's absolutely what, yeah. not. But yeah. it's still a good oh, sipper. Yeah. yeah. It, but, uh, if you can find it for a reasonable price, it's well, an that's everyday one of your good your daily sipper. sippers, right? I mean, you, you, no, <laughs> seriously. I thought you really loved all the Weller line. I I haven't even I've never even tasted Weller Twelve. Really? I've never even had. Oh, my bad. Yeah, my bad. This, this is a man with Pappy, and he's I, never had I, Weller Twelve. I haven't. I have had Weller Foolproof. I've had the CYPB. Yeah. Um, I've had obviously the Special Reserve and the Antique One Hundred Seven. Do you have a Twelve? I do. Oh, yeah. I do, but it's shoved somewhere in the back corner, and I probably honestly don't Can't even think it. about it that often. Yeah. Um, what color is the Twelve? Maybe I it's haven't. It's black. Had it. Uh, I've not had that. I've had yeah. the 107 and the uh, the green one. Have you had a single barrel ever? Uh, I've never. Yeah. No. no. Me either. Me either. No. Nope. Well, my 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 thought is always like, how different can Weller 12 be from Lot B? You know, it, you're talking about 12 year Buffalo Trace Mash Bill three. It's the warehouse is the only difference, I think. Right? Yeah, I mean, well, and also how they stamp the barrels at the beginning of their life. Right. When they're filling them with white dog, they will legitimately designate what it goes for. So it's not even like the best barrels go into Pappy. It's just these barrels were designated in this specific warehouse to eventually be barrels for that. Yeah. So it's not even. I like. Getting into whiskey, like up front, I always thought, like, man, this is the cream of the crop. This is everything. Yeah. And it's like, nah, they're just blending, man. That's yeah. it. And honestly, once you get to how big it is, 
what you got to do. Just get what you got and blend it together, make something good, call it a day. Well, I'm going to go ahead and make an announcement What's right that? now. So today, when this drops, is December 23rd. Okay. Yesterday was when uh, Buffalo Trace opened up their their barrel picks. And I just want to let you guys know I got a stag junior. We're going to be doing a stag <laughs> pick. Or not junior, a stag pick. Just want to let you guys know that. I'm calling it ahead of time. Wow. You're calling it He's ahead of time. He's speaking prophetically. Speaking prophetically. Yeah. Okay. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be. That would uh, be pretty cool. I would love to get. And that's going to be really cool. I don't know if, you know, those of you who don't know, Buffalo Trace does this once a year where they open it up and you get a chance to, to get a barrel pick, whether you be a consumer or a retailer or whatever. And a lot of people are signing up this year, and we're kind of hoping that we may be able to get in one. We're talking hundreds of thousands of people signing up for this. Yeah, it's yeah, right. slim to no chance. Chances of final third getting one Very this slim. year. Oh, this well, year. Well, they switched it all to a points-based system, which I'm not mad about. No, I'm There's not. There's guys that have been working on this for 10, 15 years, whatever they've been doing it. You know what? You should get more points trying if you never got a pick. Yeah. You I mean, got I, me. I fell for it. But you know, like the Stag Junior uh, or Stag now. Yeah. Stag. Yeah. Barrel was. Was cheaper was, than E.H. Taylor. It Blaine's was cheaper was the, than Blanton. Blaine's was the most expensive, I think. Wasn't it? it was I like mean, fifteen, sixteen thousand. Yeah, like that. thirteen or 13, yeah. Okay. It's ridiculous. But the other thing is, you have to account into that more labor because you're not just dumping and bottling. Like they've got to proof that down to ninety-two, so, which eventually means you got a ton more glass on the line. Still, right. I think it's true. It's expensive. Well, you got the horsey top. They also, Buffalo Trace doesn't own the Blanton's brand. They just make it. True. So it is a, it's a Japanese company that owns Blanton's. That's where Blanton started. So uh, they've got to pay some sort of royalties or something like that for all of that. So yeah. it makes Blanton's more expensive than it should be. I yeah. did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know they were Japanese owned. Yeah. Well, it, it, and you got to handcraft like every single horse. So I was thinking every the entire Sazerac line was Japanese. Oh no, it's not. Uh-uh. My bad. I thought it was. No, really, the only ones Blanton's. The rest of them are Buffalo Trace trademarks. Okay. So well, let's take a pause here and cheers to Chris. Chris Gordon cheers. showed up. CG. Cheers. Cheers to Chris. <laughs> Any excuse to have to take a drink is mm-hmm. on the show. We love to do. By the way, on the retro now, I'm picking up a small hint of campfire. Hmm. I'm not getting as much red pepper. It's kind of settled down yeah, now. Yeah, red pepper settled down a lot, especially more whiskey yeah. I drink. I agree. And I'm getting more of a bread note now from the from the whiskey as well. I could see that almost campfirey thing. Yeah, it's, it's just it's barely there, but it's there on the retro. Yes. Yeah, but uh, man, that uh, I'm telling you what, still shocking. This is only 92 proof. I'm still tasting a little bit of the heat in that, which is nice. I mean, yeah. I want that. I would expect this to be at least over 100 proof the way it's tasting right now, which is I, great. My heat subsided. It's not yeah, there anymore. I, I'm not. I, I mean, I'm still feeling anything, it. But I drank a ton of coffee this morning. Oh, so. see, I haven't had anything but water so far. I'm still working on my coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mickey, I thought you got here at like 930. Couldn't you drink your coffee in the car? It was really hot, man. My, my <laughs> wife made me this coffee. Made me my coffee this morning, which she never Duh. does. It's always me. Which? <laughs> Doug Shepard, cheers. 
Cheers, cheers, to Doug, man. cheers to Doug. Doug Shepard, cheers. Per usual, when we're recording, we're open. Anyway, yes. she made it like boiling hot. So it's an hour to get here, and it's still just piping. I was afraid that I may have like bit, uh, burned my tongue. Longer, right? What's that? You probably had it in a Yeti so it stays hotter longer, right? No, it's in a mossy oak uh, little tumbler thing. Oh, okay. So but still, bit. I have to you know open the thing to, to take a sip. Out, yeah. So I just left that thing open on the way up here, and it's still, it's still hot. Man, I, I just didn't, I, my I, I take the chance to take the lid off. That's my move. Yeah. It's uh, You might end up spilling a little bit, but just... Get your, it's get the your quickest, cup holder. It's the quickest one. What you do is you hold it between your legs when oh, you're driving. Okay. That's the best thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Especially you guys that drive a stick shift. Make sure you're holding oh, it between 100%. your legs. Why you text? Make sure you're, you know, suing McDonald's afterwards. Yeah. That's funny. This cigar's delicious, man. I love it. Yeah. Three games. It's really good. Fantastic. Lee Marsh. Cheers. Cheers to Lee Marsh. Yes. Is that the guy behind this? Yes. That's yeah. awesome. Cheers to you, Lee. Yeah. He's not going to watch this. He might. Lee's a pretty cool dude. Lee is a good dude. I've, uh, I've talked to him quite a bit lately. They, I was glad to see they finally got the restocks and all their stuff because he's having a hard time getting the crook and three kingdoms, especially yeah. in the Toro size. Which is our best sellers from them. Uh, crook. Well, and those Toro sizes move quicker than the Robustos. They do. Okay, well, so I got a question okay. regarding size. Why is Toro? It, it's the motion. Of, the, all right, it's not all right. Giggity. I guess we're measuring, guys. Let's get, get out. The show has just turned X-rated. Why is Toro like the size that they hand out for samplers? That they release them first in a box? That kind of thing. Why is Toro I, the godly size? I think it's mainly because most people that sit down and smoke a cigar want to smoke a cigar for an hour and a half. And it lasts longer than a robusto. It's not a smaller ring gauge. You got the guys that are that are bigger that think that small cigars make their f- fingers look fat. I'm like, no, that's all the carbs you ate. <laughs> yeah. It's, but um, but it's. I think it's just mainly because it's the one cigar. You know, most people think when they sit down a cigar, they're going to be there for an hour and a half minimum anyway. Might as well get a cigar that's going to last. So so more for your buck kind of thing. I think so. Well, that's that's why I started smoking Toros in college so did, because I could I. I could grab the robusto or for a dollar more I could get an extra 20 minutes exactly like, yep. yeah you might as well well and there's also a, been a change in the industry a little bit where used to be and this is mainly coming from Cuba uh, used to be they would per, they, the blenders would blend cigars based on a specific size for a long time it was Corona was the size they started with and then everything else they tried to match to that a lot of them have switched that up and now are, are rolling it based on the Toro because that's become the main size, especially in America, which that's where most sales are. Because of America. Honestly, of America. it might be why the Coronas are flavor bombs it nowadays. Could be. You scale all that down like you blend it for a Toro and it's like, yeah. Yeah. Now, if you're talking about a super strong cigar, it's a little harder to get that strength level in your in a Corona because you don't have as much Lajero as you do in a Toro. Yeah. But... You can do it. I mean, the 601 Green is a prime example of that. Dude, I uh, I was smoking that Knuckle Sandwich Habano test blend last night. Final cigar of the day. I think it might have been my fifth or sixth cigar yesterday. Like, I know I smoked a Mil Diaz. I smoked, uh, I smoked a Room 101 13th Anniversary. I smoked a couple others, and... Uh, 
finish the night off with that. Been retro hailing all day. <laughs> Still liked you. Like that, <laughs> that room 101 13th was spicy. Yeah. But I lit up that knuckle sandwich Habano, that little, it's like a petite, petite Corona. Corona. Yep. Yeah. Dan Hart. Cheers to Dan Hart. Dan Hart. He cheers. can attest to this. Dan Hart. Cheers, Dan. Cheers. But my goodness, I choked a one. <laughs> Why have the Robusto sizes, the ring gauges, gone up now? It used to be yeah. a 5x50, now it's like 5x54, 5x55. Well, and there for a while it kind of switched up where Robustos went 5 five by 52 and Toros went 6x50. Yeah. And now you're starting to hear, like like last last week we had Jake on, he said the traditional um, Toros are like 5x54 now instead of, or, and I think he may have said 52 as well. But I'm yeah. like, they're all kind of creeping up. I think that's going to start changing because, 660s are starting to kind of come down a little bit. I don't know, man. Asylum is still making that freaking 990. That, they sell. that makes me question, though, the, the line. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, if, if your number one seller is a 770 and your number two is an 880, man, what the hell's going on? In this way, world? I mean, people are buying gimmicks, you know. But, but they're the buying them over and over and over and over and over. The funniest <laughs> part about that to me is like, Earlier this year and late last year, everyone was worried about a filler shortage. Is there a filler shortage? Is there a filler there. shortage? Well, which look at Padron. They completely stopped making the thousands here. There, because now, there is a filler is shortage. Con- is that confirmed? That yeah. They're done? Well, not that? done forever. They're done while they're trying to keep yeah. all their other line. I mean, bottom line is if you can sell a $30 cigar in 1926 or you can sell an $8 thousand series, which one are you going to make? I Actually, get those thousand right. series are up to like 11 10 11 now. Which still, that's a third of the price. But in a filler yeah. shortage, Asylum keeps making. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're, and as far as their numbering goes, 90 by nines. They have those. This is a nine inch cigar by 90 ring gauge. Yeah. You're going to have to get out the chef's knife in the kitchen to cut that. Yeah. Ain't no way you got a cutter bigger. I've never seen a cutter bigger than an 8x80. But I guess if it's curved, you can still use the 80 and snip off the end a little bit there. Your your cutter's an 8x80? Or 80. 80 ring gauge. Sorry. <laughs> How many punches could you do in a 9x90? <laughs> yeah. Like six? 12. I, I just get out the Science. DeWalt at that point. <laughs> yeah. I, have you, I just, had, you ever had the 7x70? No, I don't hate my life. I've had it once, <laughs> and it was at the same horror for I'm, I'm kissing everybody. Okay. And it was out of the elements. You were, you were getting oh, used to having something that, in your mouth. Yeah, I'm bigger. Yeah, okay, man, okay. come on. There's a lot of kisses on that one. <laughs> yeah. Practice makes perfect, right? <laughs> now, only four inches was hanging out of his mouth. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> Editing skills, big time this week. No, huh? <laughs> we, don't, we don't edit like that. Absolutely no, not. not. Anyway, that thing smoked for three and a half hours. And it was perfect. There was no relights. I was out in the elements. I was near water. It was windy. And it smoked fantastic. Yeah. But was it? It, was it was Not the big one. I've had no, the 660. I mean, well, okay. That, that's my deal with those giant cigars. It's most of the time they don't have enough transitions to make it worthwhile. The Asylum blend is actually a really good blend. Very good blend. I, I like um, Asylum. I've had the 660, and I enjoyed it. I don't like 60s either. That's way too big for me. Same. The flavor on it's really good, though. It's okay. deep, rich, dark notes. Um, definitely a great cigar. I just... I mean, I guess I get it. If you're a truck driver and you don't want to relight your or get a new cigar every hour or two, that's going to last you for three or four hours. I can see it. 
but I, yeah, it's it's weird. I yeah, I see what you're saying. There probably was not a lot of transitions, but it was it was good enough that I was like, no, I'm gonna keep smoking this. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I can get bored with the cigar too, and just like, okay, I'm bored with this. I'm it's gotta go. Well, like when we're getting samples in, if it's a six sixty. Most of the time, I'm not going to touch it. But when yeah. I do, it'll be because somebody told me it was good. Yeah. If it starts off good and then in the middle just gets same thing, I'm going to put it out. It's not worth my time. That thing's going to take me close to two hours to smoke probably. And uh, well, I can smoke a couple Robustos in that time and enjoy exactly. both of them. Yeah. But like well, that new Warhead, that's a great size and that one That's doesn't the, feel like a 60 yeah i mean it's a box press 60 green gauge and it is feels it more is like a 56 really maybe good. it is very good mm. now very good i will say one thing again here's another another tip to reps out there you might want to listen to the shops a little bit cuz i had one one rep come in and he was bringing in samples, and he wanted to know what was before he came here. What cigars we like? What kind of size we like? I told him we like small ring gauges here. You know, we like those. He brings in a 770, 660s. Oh. Remember that? We had like five cigars he brought samples of, and four of them were 660 and above. I'm like, <laughs> they're still back there. If you want one, you can have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's my deal. If you went out of your way to ask. Yes. Bring me a Robusto. Yeah. Like, that's all we have. Now, granted, this business, this company is out of a state that sells a lot of big ring gauges. They're selling to their crowd. I get it. But if you're expanding outside of that that area, you need to actually have something a little bit smaller for the rest of the I, world. I don't have the time. I don't have the time no. usually. An hour, hour and a half is perfect. And or five hours to Missouri. And well, don't that, ask now me. we could have we done one that <laughs> one. Yeah. one there. And don't ask me my preference and then just completely ignore that. Right. I mean... Well, That's it, a sale. Yeah. Yeah. It is really funny the things that uh, reps do and still keep their jobs. And like, I there, will say, there is a lot of them that don't treat their sample cigars well, well at all. And there's a reason why I have a few big brands not that I don't have in there is because of the samples we got. And it's just, but on the on the flip side of that, there are a lot of great reps we have coming here. I mean, after we met Brad with La Galera, oh, yeah. fell in love with that guy. He is an awesome dude, and and but they make fantastic cigars. Brad, Brad walked in with like a Yeti type cooler filled with his samples. With Every cigar separated. I yeah. mean, it was. I mean, he was taking care of his product. You mentioned that before. I he was organized. And He's a great guy. Yeah, great guy. Uh, yeah, I've met him. We need to do a La Galera event, Rob. We will. We will. Yeah, is that I, yours? Stellar. Oh, that's, there's not that's many my, other cigars that aren't stellar. That's my favorite thing I'm smoking right now. I think I've been. I think I've smoked one every day I've been in here the last yeah, few yeah. times yeah. I've been here. Yeah. I've bought one. Yeah, yeah. Well, even that um, that little Sipo Connecticut. That's a great cigar. I mean, I'm not typically a Connecticut smoker, but that thing's great. I mean, I'll light one of those up every once in a while in the morning with coffee. I'm like. I'm going to ask more of these. Well, and we have people who come in here and buy those by the box. I've got one guy that's already bought 12 boxes. Not wow. maybe more than that. Actually, got another one this week. Yeah. And every week buys at least one box. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're in the second third with this. Cheers. Cheers. To, to Adam's. Cheers.
Cheers. To who? By the, the guy that buys all the sepos. Oh, cheer. I, I just want to drink another drink. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> well, you don't have to. You don't have to cheer, but okay, we'll do it. Harold. That's settled the man, Harold. I haven't seen you in a little while. You keep sending your wife. Come on in. Apparently, visit he was us. sick this week, apparently. Well, Still don't. smoking his cigars, though, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I can't do that. I don't I'm either. Sick. I can't do it. I also can't drink. And everybody's like, oh, you have to drink more when you're sick. No. No, I don't. I will say that's how I came out of COVID. Drinking? Because I lost my entire taste and smell. And I drank the highest proof bourbon, the strongest cigars. And I came out of it in like a day. <laughs> how could you taste anything, though? I mean, I blasted my palate until I could taste wow. it. Wow. <laughs> I you're drank the man. All. Now, I will say it's pretty scary when you drink 130-proof whiskey and it tastes like water, and you're like, oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the bottle. Yeah, that'll do it. Just, hey, do you, Rob's home COVID uh, remedy. And, and I, Go and get Jack Daniels Single Barrel Bell Proof. Yeah, make sure it's over 138-proof. And No, you're such, not going to find that. such a good that drink, too. Oh, Jack man. Daniels Single Barrel Bell Proof, and you pair that with uh, one of the Roman Craft Neanderthals. Done. You'll be good. You're good. COVID killer. It's science. Science. <laughs> it's science. Yes. And we have a we have a man right here that is a science man. So we got him. That's true. And cheers to science. Cheers to science. So why are we cheers? Science every pays day. the drink, drink. Cheers. 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 cheers, cheers. Mm. I'm ready for some second, third tasting notes. I'm finishing up the first, third, getting into the second. I'm still kind of finishing up the first. I'm getting there, yeah. I'm blasting through this thing. It's so good. Yeah, a little bit ahead of me. Yeah. So on this, seems like it's mellowing out. It's bringing out a lot of those uh, creamy, bready notes after, mm. after the sip. Uh, Still getting more of a uh, cinnamon baking spice. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I got a, I got the cinnamon bacon so and I got uh, like a cherry note as well. I'm not trying to think if that's maybe coming from the whiskey. This, for me. this whiskey is cherry all over it. Yeah, I think that's what I'm noticing. And if you guys need refills, just grab your refills. This is too. very. This is becoming very bratty to me. Yeah, I agree. But in a good way. Like it tastes really good. I'm going to do a little... And that's the thing. Two. The retrohale is still holding up nice. There's yeah. still spice in the nose. Yeah. Well, the retrohale got a little bit more intense for me Did it? where I'm at. Uh, I, I think the the cinnamon quality is more spicy cinnamon than it is just whiff of cinnamon. Yeah. Like, on the, it, on it, the it retro. actually is slightly tingling my nostrils. I agree. I think on the retro, you're too. getting more yeah. of that spicy cinnamon on the yeah. on the palate itself, just the tongue. Still not it's a pepper. More, it, it's no. just there no. and more present. No. Maybe a little red pepper still in there for me, but not a black pepper, not the harsh peppers at all. Mine's really creamy. Yeah. So, with the retro hail, you've given some people some shit on your show about retro hailing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, do you retro hail the entire smoke, or just like you let like about eighty percent out, and then the other twenty out of your nostrils? It depends on how much punishment I want. Yeah. But what I will tell you is, I retro hail just about every other puff. Um, there's a lot of guys that'll do it like once a third, and I think the cigar is a whole lot more interesting when you're retrohaling consistently yeah. throughout it. Um, I don't know. I, 
I don't think I blow out that much before I retro hail. But uh, really? I do. I probably I'm probably more like 90-10 at the most. I'm, I, I'm the I same have, way. I have a screwed up sinus cavity same. anyway, so okay. I, I so, have to actually so when think I'm about it. Like, I, I don't really like. I'm just hardly opening my mouth, so I might be more like 50-50. That didn't even seem like you even took a puff. It was like most of it just came out before you even. See, I usually hold it in my mouth completely before I start letting smoke out. It's almost like a French inhale. I feel like you get more flavor <laughs> if you really. do a little less. I'd if you do too much, it's just, just overpowers, and it's kind of hard to, for me. I'm Very mean, true. But I'm a retro-hailing novice. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, as you guys saw, well, if you that watched... So good. Yesterday's episode, I gave uh, Eric crap about retrohaling because it's like if you don't retrohale at all, you're leaving off part of the cigar experience. A big part, really. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. I, I get it. Some people can't or don't want to. You're still going to taste it, but the flavor notes are going to be more. You're not going to have actual specific notes as much. You're going to have savory or you're going to have spicy or whatever. When you start retrohaling, then you actually start kicking in those memories of specific flavor notes. Yeah. And you'll pull out the actual specific spices and the cherries and the creaming and all that stuff, too. Yeah. So I mean, and it's a no shame to anyone who no. doesn't retrohale. I, I just think that it is an integral part of the cigar. The retrohale has to have something going on. And honestly, there's a couple cigars that I know of where the retrohale has saved it for me. If I wasn't yeah. retrohaling and just smoking it, putting the smoke on my palate, it would have been a good cigar, but like not one I would bring in here. Right, right. I would say the majority of people don't retrohale at all, right? Because yeah. they don't yeah. even know what it is. Right. Like, honestly, I've smoked cigars for years. The first time I've heard of retrohaling was in here with you guys. <laughs> I think that's the first time I've, and I've, I do it maybe once every. 10 puffs or yeah. so maybe not but not you're often. still getting the experience i am so. yeah was it hard to learn for you no no that's good no. You a, uh, did you ever smoke cigarettes smoke, yeah, yeah cigarette i smoked smoker. cigarettes before yeah, like same. for a few years and so i kind of it's easier to do with those exactly. yeah yeah, yeah. But, See, i never smoked anything before cigars so i had to force myself to learn how to do it because you you know it's hard to hard to shut off that smoke going too deep before you let oh, it out definitely yeah Cigars were the first thing. Well, cigars and pipe tobacco were the first things I had ever smoked. Well, and crack cocaine. You had crack cocaine there for a while. Crystal meth. Dur 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 during your, sem your seminary days. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, between that and a little bit of vaping, that's all I've ever done. Well, hookah, too. I've done hookah once. Yeah. I didn't, is, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't get it. Hookah is the craziest nicotine rush you've ever had in your entire life. Like, I have, somebody was like, hey, Isaiah, you going strong like that, you're going to end up with a nicotine hangover. And I was like, no way. I smoke a ton of cigars. Like, I'll be fine. I was not good the next day, man. <laughs> really? Serious. Wow. Well, uh. Did you smoke the entire thing? I smoked a majority of it. Yeah. Yeah, so when they pack you this bowl, it is like, it's like tobacco and some sort of sugar flavoring mixture. So it might be more of those sugars that you're burning and smoking. 
what it is is a, I mean it's a water bomb you know yeah. just with tobacco in it yeah but uh I did it twice and then decided it's not for me absolutely not um do you inhale fully on hookah instead yeah. of like to not like cigars? Yeah, so. you can inhale fully, and it is so gentle that you wouldn't cough a lung. So it's not near as much tobacco. It's more of the rest of the stuff they add to I it. Don't, I don't know what it is, really. I think it's a lot of the fact that the smoke is fully cooled by the time it gets to you. Is it compressed? Like in a... It's, it's like a... I used to work at a cigar shop, and we... It was like a little cube okay. that you put on top of the, the hookah itself, and then you lit that on fire. Yeah, so the cube is just a coal. liquidated. And, it, and it's a super gentle flame. The coal sits over, well, so basically you, you have a bowl of your, I forget what, what they even call it, but it's that tobacco mixture. You end up with a, uh, a piece of aluminum foil on top with oh, holes yeah, poked good. in it. And then you put that coal in it. Super gently heats that, and that's where. It, oh, okay. So it and it pulls the smoke through the water or through the liquid, and yeah, then out yeah. the tubes. Yeah. Well, if interesting. If, I guess you could change out the water for whatever you wanted, but that doesn't sound like you put some Kool-Aid down there. <laughs> now that's a party. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a rager. Just fill oh. it with uh, Elijah Craig. Oh boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, that'd be terrible fun. <laughs> now, can, you, be do a the, can you do the hookah, like, not inhale it, you know, like like we do with cigars? Can you do it that way with hookah? I don't know. Yeah, you can. I mean, it, it tastes good. You that wouldn't get the nicotine. Are you wasting your money? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I, there are not any that I know of distinguished establishments <laughs> that oh, yeah. so well, offer hookah. And that's the thing, too. Did you like, retro? No, I didn't retro hail hookah. You can just, I mean, you're, you're breathing it in, so you can just go ahead and throw it through your nose. No hailing, yeah. yeah. Well, and I know there's been a couple of cigar lounges in our area that have tried to do the the hookah and cigars and the thing is they, they just don't mix I mean if, it's you're, a if you're a cigar group yes, you're not one to be in there with hook, with people smoking hookah not that there's anything wrong with that it's totally fine if that's what you like but they don't the, the crowds don't mix it's a totally different crowd. I mean, I think hookah really got popular on college campuses where kids could come together, you get eight or ten people around a table, and everyone throws five bucks in, and you're smoking yeah. smoking hookah. You don't have to yeah. spend $15 on a great cigar. I think, um, I think Havana's opening a hookah lounge in Broad Ripple. Are they? Yeah, I think so. I know there's a, there's a hookah lounge downtown Indy, too, I believe, that just opened up. So I guess, I guess if somebody wants to see Rob and Isaiah go and smoke hookah. I can't inhale it, so it wouldn't you, do any you good. You can. You can do I it. I really can't, dude. I, I promise I, you you can Trust do me, it. I tried to inhale some things that didn't work. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care to see that. Okay. That's a complete joke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to go either. I'll get the, I'll get the, uh, the uh, hero camera coming in here, and we'll get going on it. The GoPro. GoPro. I think you guys yeah. get in a couple onesies, a couple Christmas onesies, and go to a hookah lounge. I think we'd be uh, we'd I've be got, all in on that. I've got a Christmas onesie actually. <laughs> Just do a wore that today. A vlog style video. Do it twice a night before Christmas. Hookah. I'll let you borrow my so, hat. Nice. Yeah, Rob and Isaiah go smoke hookah, which is what oh. everybody wants to see from their Dude. cigar lounge. I'll wear a, I'll wear a Santa <laughs> suit. And you can sit on my lap and we'll do hookah together. 
You just want me my to boy. sit on your lap, old man. My boy. <laughs> you can tickle your ears. Yeah, Mickey tickled my ears. And you I know what? liked it. Hey, straight up, last night I was working. You were dreaming about that? Is that what you're saying? Some lady, <laughs> to get my attention, scratched the back of my head. Well, last night? Last night. She wow. came up behind me and scratched the back of my head to get my attention. You got to be more attentive to your customers. Yes. No, I was off the clock by then. <laughs> and then Rob got up and helped her. But she came up and scratched the back. Here's the deal. This That's awesome. I love it. I don't, I don't know who <laughs> is teaching these people <laughs> manners. Manners. <laughs> but... She could have I mean, for you. a minute, <laughs> yeah, really. I, I, I straight up was like, turn around, half expecting it to be my mother. Like, nobody touches me like that. Did you know her? No. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> was it a light scratch? Was it like a... I, I am was talking, it a cat she scratch? Had like four, a cat. She had four <laughs> fingers in my hair. Did you have like one leg going sideways? Oh, my a little bit kicking? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she straight up scratched the back of my head. So here's the deal. Here is... We got two ways currently that you should not approach me if you want my attention. Don't tickle my ears. And don't scratch me on the back of my head. Now, he likes being smacked on the ass. I will say that much. <laughs> I'm not smacking. He was, he was sitting down. Right? So oh, okay, got Here's you. the deal. Just as quickly as you scratched the back of my head, you could have touched my shoulder. Just said, hey, I need some help. I need some assistance. She just wanted to let you know she's just right here, baby. I'm right here. I'm right here. I mean, his hair is kind of luscious. I mean, you know. It is kind of nice. It is. So when, you, when, you get that, when you get that luscious beard going, man, it's on. Victoria, I was telling Victoria this morning it's about, hibernated about bro game. Yeah. And she was like, you might as well. See, she wants you to have a beard, too. I, I probably won't. Yes, yeah, uh, you will. It'd be a great experiment. I'm buying you a 55 I have the same problem as you. It won't grow in fully. <laughs> it, it patches. <laughs> it just, Go. Are we seriously doing bro gain on my face? I'm buying you a 55-gallon tub for Christmas. There ain't no way you can Stocking afford stuffer. a 55-gallon tub. Stocking stuffer. I'm not familiar with bro gain. Is this like this a is different like version of Rogaine? For real? For yeah, beer. Gain, but for, for, for your face? No, no. We're just calling it bro gain. Oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. He's, yeah. he's going to put it on his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so You're doing it. <laughs> We're doing it. Minoxidil. Yeah, minoxidil. Oh. <laughs> the active ingredient in hey, Brogaine. The cool thing is we can get that girl to come in here, and she'll probably rub it on your face oh for you. Oh, my God. Scratch it in. Scratch Dude, it in. Dude, straight up. Now so, that I do want to see. <laughs> here's the deal. She brought her kid with her, like her son. I carded him. He was my age. So she just done scratching me on the back of my head like she would her kid, I guess. But it... I, here's the, I don't know who's teaching these people manners, but that ain't it. <laughs> she liked you. You're a lovable guy. You are a lovable guy. Some days. Very cuddly. I'm not a physical touch sort of guy, though. You're a hugger. I hug you because you're a hugger, Rob. Oh, that's right. I'm a hugger. I don't, I don't freely I'm offer hugger. up hugs to people. All right. But I mean, I don't mind. I it's feel just, special. It's just not my go-to. Now. Little, you know, little bro hug. Nothing wrong special. with that. Nothing wrong with that. I know. That. I've hugged you too. Well, you touched my ears. I did. After we hugged them. <laughs> yeah. Was get, it? It, it was, was before. No, I've hugged we you ended, before. I we touched ended the ears. that date with a with a hug. 
That's true. He didn't even kiss me. No. <laughs> you kissed eight other guys. Why hold now? I got pre-embargo cigars out of that too, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Do we need to talk to your who, wife? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't take oh, much. Oh, she knows. <laughs> she knows. She knows. She knows. My kids. Most of my kids went to international school. Um, my youngest daughter's still there, and there's a lot of French families there. And the French always. I mean. You're getting kissed. Yes, yeah. You're getting kissed multiple times when you greet and when you're leaving. It's, yeah. So that's a real thing. And oh yeah, yeah. They they are not shy about kissing. You just oh, kind of shy. Just on the cheeks. It's usually on the cheeks, like but Italians? you know they grab you and bring you in and, and they'll just uh, kiss you, kiss you right <laughs> on the lips, tongue and all, <laughs> tongue and teeth. No French Whatever takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. A little bit of tonsil hockey. When you're not used to that, though, it's a little like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. This is a little foreign. Aren't you so-and-so's mother? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. So your daughter, then, is the foreign exchange student, right? Oh, no, no, no. no. Uh-uh. I'm not familiar, then, with international. It's um, it's a school downtown off of um, Michigan Road and 42nd. Oh. Yeah, they've got three-year-old all the way through high school there wow. on a big giant campus yeah three different schools there they got an elementary school a middle school and a high school i thought she was in france so she was the exchange student oh today. no 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 these were just normal indiana families that their kids go to school there yeah okay that's crazy don't get any ideas you guys <laughs> <laughs> Start kissing the beard when it starts growing in. It's not coming, Rob. Oh, it is coming. I'm going to keep letting it go. Not just a goatee. Could you do that? I'm not doing just a goatee because then I look like an old ass. <laughs> I'm trying to say. I mean, it's starting to get to the point where it's probably going to start coming back. I mean, it's been that long since it was real popular. It probably so. is. Can you have facial hair in your ministry? Yeah, people shouldn't. I'm People shouldn't asking, have an know. opinion on how I dress or how I do my hair, no. but they like to comment on it for sure. Like as soon as I started letting this grow out, I had a couple congregants come and be like, "Hey, are you doing all right? Are you doing okay? <laughs> Did you lose your house? <laughs> are you all right? Do you need Isaiah? some spare change? I don't know. I'm just hoping you're not like covered up and stressed out right now, like." <laughs> You think I'm covered up and too stressed out? For, I normally straight razor shave, but I have the option of one of the electronic shavers at the house. <laughs> you think I'm too stressed out for that? No. It might have been the whiskey on your breath. It could have been. It could have been. You never know. Got to hit that thing in the middle of service. You know, no. I, 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 have, <laughs> I have done it before. I have done it before. Uh, Surprise. Not in, not in my current job, but when I was in Nashville. I, so here's the deal. Before anyone really knew what was going on with COVID, we had people, missionaries, come, come from all the rants. Like, oh, wow. I rock, I run. Yeah. Like, right in January 2020, they came in and gave it to the entire staff. Nice. I was charged with leading worship that Sunday after I had got it. And, of course, I'm all stuffed up. I'm coughing up a lung half the time. But, like, there's no one else to do it because everyone's freaking sick. <laughs> so what do I do? In the morning, you wake up. 
take a healthy gulp of Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof. Whew. That'll open you up for about an hour. It's long enough to get your set in. Wow. Yeah. Uh, then you'll be good. Some people may call that alcoholism. It, it's not, man. <laughs> I tell you what, when I had it that when I had it that time around, like nobody knew what to do with it. They knew what it was. But that was they early, yeah. Yeah, they didn't know what to do with it. They didn't know how. There was no way to treat it, so they were just like, "Here's some flu medicine. Here, let's throw this against the, the wall and see if it sticks." Dude, the flu medicine made you vomit, so I quit taking that. And like, I was trying to do cough drops and all that deal and that doesn't help mm -hmm. so i was just like well here's my last hurrah like i tried it that saturday and was like oh that's kind of nice and then uh yeah that's sunday woke up wow took a healthy swig packed a little for because you gotta you gotta do it between uh rehearsal that morning and service so so you can keep going yeah you want to get into the uh pulpit part yeah so we do a five minute segment on the cigar pulpit for them so we'll just okay, jump cool. into a yeah, real, real quick thing here feel free to contribute or not it's up to you guys on yeah. that so all right ready let's do it all right welcome back to final third friday i'm rob and i'm isaiah we got a couple guests with us today we got one of our regulars will breeden over here hey guys we've also got mickey tompkins which is one legendary. Of I'm kind of a regular. He's kind of he regular is kind too. of a regular, regular, but he's also a legendary cigar reviewer. Yes. For Blind Man's Puff. Yeah. That's true. So a lot of you guys out there that are listening to this, I'm sure you've probably seen Blind Man's Puff out there. He's one of the guys that does the reviews for their channel and does a great job. Yeah. Thank you very much. Great job. Absolutely. So today we are pairing the. Uh, <laughs> I looked down my card again. We're looking at the uh, Three Kingdoms. This is the um, from Stolen Thrones. It's an Oscuro Habano wrapper over Nicaraguan binding and filler. And we're pairing that with Hooten Young's American whiskey finished in Cabernet barrels. This is at 92, uh, 92 proof, and it's uh, an MGP distillate finished in cab. So yeah. we're talking vanilla cherry on this pour on its own. Yeah, and it's uh, it's definitely not one of the whiskeys when you having a cab finish. You'd expect it to be a little dry. This one really is not. You're getting more of the flavor, not the dryness of the of the wine itself. Absolutely. Cold draw on this one for me was just that nice bready cinnamon, you know, baking spice cinnamon. Absolutely. Just a really nice, you know, a little bit of spice going there right off the retro, off the um, cold draw. Yeah, and there was a little bit of hay in there as well. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. But this cigar has a slightly closed foot, so when you when you light it, you're getting a lot more pepper on that first light and retrohale yeah. than you will throughout, well, first and second, third. But it's really nice. In that first third, you get, uh, like, white bread toast, cinnamon qualities on the retrohale. It starts off a little bit of spicy because of that slightly closed foot, but it's uh, it, it's all almost French toast. Yeah, you get that kind of the um, the cinnamon graham cracker kind of note to it. You get some with the whiskey, you're getting that little bit of a cherry. It almost reminds you of a little bit of a cherry cobbler. Um, just a really nice combination. They're really playing off of each other really well right now. Yeah, yeah that first retrohale was a Blast of red pepper, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Strong red pepper note. Yeah. yeah. I got cream. Yeah, I, did yeah. Have a lot of I got cream out of the retro. Yeah. Which well, he is drinking coffee and cream this yeah. morning, so. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm just, kidding. just coffee. <laughs> just coffee. I'm a man. I drink it black. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, once you get into the second, third, 
some of the spice notes drop off a little bit. You're still getting them in the retrohale, just just mildly, um, but all the breadiness comes out. The the cherry kind of notes from the whiskey's coming out more, and they just kind of meld well together. Absolutely, on the retrohale in the second third, and even going into the final third, that's that cinnamon kicks up, and mm-hmm. it's not it's not like pepper spice, but it's definitely more cinnamon spices. Yeah, zings the nostrils a little bit through there, just with that little bit of cinnamon. But it is a super creamy smoke all the way through. It really is. And this pour is adding a lot of cherry qualities to it, cherry and vanilla. It really is. And, it, and only 90 proof or 92 proof, I mean, it plays a little higher on that just on the palate itself, but it's still very smooth and sweet as well. It's an extra excellent pairing. It really yeah, is. It is. It really once is. you get to the final third, really all, all that happens is you, it, it kicks up a little bit more of the pepper spices. Um, you're still going to get all those same notes. And you're going to get more of the whiskey because the whiskey gets to be a little bit sweeter as you get towards the end of the cigar. So you're kind of getting that balance of this one's a little bit stronger, this is a little sweeter, and they just you know play well all the way down to the final. Absolutely. Yeah. I just took a sip and I just got some honey, honey, honey? flavors. Yeah. Absolutely. I can yeah. see that for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, thanks a lot, guys. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Final Third Cigar. You can find me at the Whiskey Pastor. You can find me at Irate Base. That's two R's, two S's. I'm on Twitter, AM Physics. AM Physics, AM nice. Physics. Twitter, because it's coming back, baby. All day. It's coming back. All day. All right. <laughs> well, thanks a lot, guys, and we'll see you next week. Cheers. Cheers. And Cheers. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. That's yeah. it. We we just blast through it. So that, it's kind of hard to get a good. word in, but just yeah. getting it's everything fun, out. Yeah. But. That's it. That'll be all. <laughs> That's it. We forgot to read the Christmas story in Hawaiian Pigeon. Look at the construction. <laughs> Very nice. There's still time, but there's I have not time. practiced it. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a translation of the Bible called Hawaiian Pigeon. It's actually a language, but it's like, it's so random. Oh, really? It's like the end of the Bible just... It, it, the Bible's over, and it just said, at the end of it says, "Das it." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, it, it's hardcore. Jesus, like, it's Jesus is referred to as my boy. My boy. <laughs> really? It's great. It's great. You ever see the show Black Jesus? I don't think so. It was on uh, Comedy Central, I think. It was a no. I'm sorry, Cartoon Network. You know, Adult Swim. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was live action, so it was, you know, actual actors and stuff. It was hilarious. Yeah. So that's a good question while we're, you know, smoking right now. What's what's your guys' favorite Christmas movies? Movies? Movies. Scrooged. Scrooge? Or even Christmas specials or whatever, you know. It's a Wonderful Life. Okay. I think Scrooge is my favorite. Of course, there's, you know, the classic. Christmas Story. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Story. Have you seen the new Spirited hmm. with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Will? How is that? Uh, it's, it's, I liked it. Um, it's a musical, so there's that. Um, I think it could be a classic if you watch it every year, but there is a lot of cursing for a Christmas movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of cursing, yeah. But I enjoyed it. I liked okay. it. I just like watching all the old school cartoons with the kids. They still love watching them. Rudolph, Frosty, yeah. uh, uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. See, and, my favorite yeah. was always the Rankin and Bass, um, The Year Without a Santa Claus. Oh, I haven't seen them. You know, the ones, wow, the, that's, the, the wow. claymations. Yeah. Oh. And, uh, you know, the Heat Miser and Coal Miser and all those guys. I, I, I love that. Do you remember the one about ones? the donkey? 
Oh yeah, that's man. Nestor. That was so sad. Yep, that Nestor the Christmas donkey. And uh, you know, Die Hard. Oh yeah, Die Hard. Die Hard. It's a Christmas movie. People. It is. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay, so bad in, Santa. In lieu of reading the Christmas story <laughs> in Hawaiian Pigeon. <laughs> So what's a Hawaiian pigeon again? It's actually a language. It's a language. It's like a Creole slash French slash whatever. Oh, okay. It's just like an adopted language from like... Is it like Haitian or...? You'll have to hear it. It's not like anything else you'll ever hear. In lieu of reading the Christmas story, we're going to read starting in Isaiah 9-6, which is the for unto us a child is born passage. Yeah, let's do it. At Hawaiian Pigeon. Because one babe going born for us guys, one boy that God give us, the government going to be his kulena, this the name people going to give him, the awesome one that show us the bestest things fo do, <laughs> the God that get all the power, the father that stay forever, <laughs> the leader that make us come so nothing bother us. He gonna come the leader for the government and he gonna make everything come so nothing bother nobody. <laughs> And for sure, he gonna do that. <laughs> I'm done. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh man. And if you have a question about how it's written, you'll see. Yeah, you it's, literally. Have, it's almost like um, an old man. It's almost like Gullah. Like Gullah's that um, low country South Carolina yeah. coastal uh, dialect. Yeah, and, and it's oh, all wow. that. That, that's what that reminds me of. Yeah, I can see that for sure. Stewardess, I speak jive. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that is not a Christmas movie. But on the no, topic of Christmas movies, uh, probably the best one to me is the original Grinch, the cartoon. That's a good one. I do the like Grinch that is great. Too, yeah. It, it, I like all the Grinches, honestly. It's They're just a classic. Good. Yeah. So what do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? 55-gallon of Brogaine. Brogaine. <laughs> I mean, genuinely, what I would like for Christmas is actually some audio equipment. So I would... It's, Boring as it sounds, I would like to either have enough money at the end of Christmas or have somebody get it for me, a 500-unit rack, which basically is a rack. This is nerdy, but you asked. So audio units, uh, as far as studio gear, can either come in like 1U rack sizes, which are that long, or you can get 500 units, which is a rack that is that long, but it has slots for smaller units, which is yeah. what I would like. Cool. So That's 500 awesome. unit rack unit, and I don't have any 500 effects to throw in there yet, but the problem is the rack itself is expensive, and then you have to buy things that make it work. So if somebody buys me the 500 unit rack, you got then it makes it a lot easier to actually buy effects for it. You can buy so. it piece by piece at that yeah. point. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Cool. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that's it. 
kind of goofy, but. How about you guys? Man, I, you know, Becky and I talked about that. We were like, we buy each other things all throughout the year. So yeah. um, she was hounding me about it. I said, you know what? I said, I would like to maybe do that that bourbon steward thing through Stave and Thief. Yeah. Maybe take the course and do Are you going to do the executive steward or the normal? I don't know. I don't know. Do I really need to do the executive? So the executive takes you through sensory training as well. Oh, okay. Well, then I probably but it, would do it's that. an in-person class in uh, Louisville. So. so you got to go to it. Yeah. yeah, it's at Moonshine University. Okay. But That'd either be way, it's that cool. would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to do that. You're talking about like around 100 Versus like a three hundred fifty dollars course, okay. so not so terrible be worth either it. way. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Mickey? I really want the Jack Daniels rye, and I really want a nice bougie nose hair clipper. <laughs> there we go. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. We're talking practical exactly, here. Exactly. Yeah. That's Drink awesome. your rye while you clip your nose hair. <laughs> Yeah. Take a sip, take a clip. Take a sip, take a clip. <laughs> that's good. Oh, that's great. Uh, Lisa and I are kind of like you guys. We, we, If we need something or want something, we just get it during the year. But, you know, for me, one of the things I'm, I'm wanting to get, I want to get a, a GoPro mainly for here. I want to get that so we can do some more stuff on he the road. He says GoPro mainly for here, but he also has a Jeep. So it might end up in It there. might be in the Jeep at some point, too, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. But that and also, I mean, the big thing for me, and again, it's going to be me buying it. No one's going to buy this for me. But I want to get a, I just want to give me a box of 26s, Padron 26s. Nice. I, I always like to have a box back to, to grab every so often because that's just that's my favorite cigar. That's, that's kind of my wish list too. Is I like to buy a box of each. Yeah. One of these days. Yeah. And you know, some, box of each what? Twenty six and sixty four. Oh, sixty four. See, I'm not a big fan of sixty four. They're good, but I, I always for the money, I just go ahead and jump on the twenty six. Just to have them. Yeah. Just to yeah. have them. Well, there's a. It's kind of funny too because the. Uh, Padron 26 is coming to natural and a Maduro. Yes. And the only reason they call one natural, one Maduro is because they separate them when they're rolling them all together. Same exact tobacco. They separate the ones that are a little lighter and call them naturals, and the ones that are a little darker, they call them Maduros. Oh, really? Smoke them side by side, they're exact same, same. cigar. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. It's funny. Wow. I saw a, I saw a video. I think I think Padron may have put it out or a shop that was interviewing Padron. They were talking about it, and they finally said, yeah, that's what we do. Wow. <laughs> all right. There you go. That's cool. Back to your Same Jeep. Price. Do you have any ducks? Oh, God. I got like 30 ducks that people What is up me. with? Is that like a cult with Jeep is. people? People like your Jeep and they throw you a little duck yeah, on I, top I saw of it. one the other day. It had like 50 ducks on the front yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I throw them inside somewhere. So you don't <laughs> yeah. display your ducks? No. Why not? I don't know. A lot of them put weird. them on the dash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot dash of them do. Yeah. I had, I, I had, for the first, you know, like eight or ten of them, I had on the dash. I'm like, okay, this is getting kind of dumb. So I threw them in the club. And they're just, so. like, people randomly yeah. give you ducks, right? All the time. Oh, yeah. shoot, I get Jeep. one out here about once every week or two out here on the Why Jeep ducks? people straight up carry around, like, they, the they little rubber, rubber duckies. Yeah, yeah, they call it Duck Duck Jeep. 
Duck Duck Jeep? Yeah, so people, and I don't know when it started, but it was just, I guess, a way of appreciating someone else's Jeep. Put a duck on there and say, I like your Jeep. But and like someone will actually Rob's put advertising on them. So some really? of them will put like a little card on them. And, you know, we were thinking about doing that for fun, just put a little final third tag on there and put them on people's Jeeps. I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. You need a duck with a little beer. Kind of That's why I was trying to find I was trying to find a duck that has a cigar in his mouth. And I thought I'd put that tag on them. Those things are stupid expensive, though, to get the custom ones. Oh, I bet, yeah. <laughs> custom it's like 12 ducks. bucks a piece. I'm like, okay, I'm giving okay. away a lot of ducks that yeah, way. That's, that's that is not, not worth it. No. That's cool. That's Most cool. people and just go to the Oriental Trading and get the ones for like 30 cents a piece and do yeah. them that way. So, Have you found your uh, secret message on your Jeep? Which one? There's like 10. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was like only one. And like, Wait, what is this? Secret message on the Jeep? Which one are you talking about? <clears throat> Excuse me. There, I guess there's um, the makers of Jeep. They put a special message or symbol or something on the Jeep for the owner, and they have to find it. No, I've never heard of that. Really? I mean, I know there's like, little, like, there's like little Jeeps in little spots, like on the windshield. There's a Jeep climbing up the side of the windshield. When you turn it on, a Jeep crawling across your dash. You're talking about an actual written statement or something like yeah. that, or a symbol? <clears throat> inside the, symbol inside the headlights, there's like a, a Jeep grill in the headlights. You can see there's things like that all over the Jeep. Really? Yeah. Well, I guess but, these are like kind of hidden. You really, really have to look for them to find them. All right. Well, I'll have to, re- I'll have to research that and find guy? it. I'm not, but my wife's sister is, and she was telling me the story. And I was like, what? And we were in uh, Brown County, and someone had left her a little duck on her seat. And that's where I was like, okay, what, what the hell is this about? And she was telling me. I'll have to see if I out about that now. <laughs> yeah, Jeep people are something else, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had mine for like a month and took it to Badlands and was doing all kinds of crazy stuff. And it, it, they're legit, man. They'll, they'll do some crazy stuff. I was I was shocked at how much it's it a, did. It's a culture. It's it's fun. It's yeah. cool. Yeah. So this has been Final Third Friday. Yeah. A little bit of barrel pick knowledge in here too. So, yeah. Um, I guess you can follow me at the Whiskey Pastor. I rate base two R's, two S's, and it's base, not bass. <laughs> I'm AM Physics on Twitter and Swampy2424 on Instagram. Nice. <laughs> and you can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar, or you can check out our website, FinalThirdCigar.com, where you can get to the YouTube video of all this as well. We're also on all the podcast platforms now, so you can re- you can get out there and search us out, Final Third Cigar, and find us there and listen to us along the way. Absolutely. Lee Marsh. Thanks, guys, for listening in. And Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.